What's that? Fucking kill a mosquito. <laughs> size of a bloody size of a pterodactyl. We interrupt this broadcast for a dinosaur attack. <laughs> You are listening to The Learning Factory. Please analyze a range of existing episodes that inspired you to listen. Right. What episode is this? This is episode 14, sort of. Um, sort of is the theme of the episode, isn't it? And we've got a two-parter for you. We're going to start off with sort of doing good. We're going to talk about SDGs. What's an SDG, Mr. Donnelly? Well... <laughs> not, to be not, that, not that thing that you got that one time when you went to Thailand. No, not that thing. S- An SDG. G. As SDG is a sustainable development goal. They are set out by the United Nations. There's 17. The global goals, basically, for sustainable awesome. development. So, And as we know, the UN loves a goal. doesn't do anything to get there, but it loves a goal. It's... That's right. So they've set, they've given themselves 15 years for these goals. They set them out in 2015, and they're hoping that these 17 goals will be able to have the power to create a better world by 2030. Awesome. I think if you put a little hat and a snowball, it'll uh, last a bit longer in hell as well. Right. I'm not a pessimist. <laughs> yeah. So uh, all the schools around the world are trying to shoehorn these into their. Um, into their units, into their lifestyle, which is a great thing because we used to kind of fumble around in the dark looking for stuff to unify yeah. service, didn't we? Yeah, and that's it's what it has done. It's it's sort of given a um, a bit more of a, a structured approach to the way you can incorporate service into the into your curriculum. Obviously, back in the the olden days where you had action for service, service for action, action for service. And basically kids were thinking about, okay, let's go and rescue dogs. Let's find them blankets. Let's have a bake sale. Let's organize a a disco. Let's go and read books to elementary kids. That was their service. So it was more still sort of, you know, doing good and and doing something for someone else, but a little superficial. So then with the next chapter and, and looking at service, the focus was to shift and and find connections to service within the curriculum, within the units. So it wasn't seen as something extra, but it also allowed to have that extra level of authenticity. So, you know, kids might be learning about systems, climate in in various parts of the world, and then they can relate that to, you know, they're they're focusing on, I don't know, desert climates or whatever and, and what that can do in in africa or across the the middle east or you know in australia and then basically you know well how do people have clean water and sanitation so then they're relating it to those goals and and looking at that and then they can think about well what does that look like in their own own community as well so it allowed uh, allows schools to be able to have a much more authentic link to service yeah Rather than just kids cooking cookies or biscuits. I miss the cookies, but like apparently we're not allowed of sugar or fun in school anymore. So uh yeah, I miss the cookies. I reckon um it's a it's a deadly one for us in design because you get well, we're all about solving problems, aren't we? So you've got 16 problems there that you can just fire away into and you can always relate it into into whatever you're making. Like you get, oh, we've got we've got a, a 3D printer gathering dust in the corner there. 
oh Christ, we've got to use it for something and then we can relate that to a goal uh sustainable something or other and we can we can maybe yeah. talk about that for a few minutes and, and and then build a unit around that and there's definitely a huge amount of of influence there for us in in a1 getting problems started and then we can make them authentic rather than just making stuff up and just going oh um children don't have shoes and kids are like yeah they do everyone's got shoes because they're all rich kids going to an international school and they go well actually reduced inequalities here's evidence go to the website yeah people don't have shoes yeah and people people take on different approaches as well where they might uh, the unit may focus on one particular goal or maybe the unit they they're using all the goals for for students to focus on about how they how they want to connect it to the unit so things like visual arts where they're using social media and social message so like forms of street art where the students are they're identifying a goal that that they have a connection to and then creating a piece of street art with a social message for that particular goal that they then go and put up somewhere around the school for for the admin to run around saying who's graffitiing your school perfect oh you had that um that cool way of uh of doing graffiti around the school without it actually being up the wall forever what was it rice paper where you print on rice paper and then you'd give- you could paste it up on the wall and then it yeah. would come down again. Yeah, we, you um, can do that. We had a, a notice put up around school. We weren't allowed. We weren't allowed post anything on the windows, like right on the windows, sticking any windows. And we we're like, why? That's a bit silly. Like you know, the windows are the best place to stick stuff because you don't have. Um, mm. you're, not, you're not peeling the paint off the walls. And then somebody has to kind of quietly go, uh, "It's because of the bomb-proof coating on the windows." And I was like, "We have bomb-proof coating on the windows." Ooh. <laughs> Jesus. Who are we teaching in this place? Wow. Not... So that's so when something happens in the science lab, you're on the outside <laughs> of the city. <laughs> yeah, my, my first question was, is it on the inside of the windows? So I'm not very good at the old gas valve, you know? Oh, well, that's, a, you know, it's the same when all, they don't like us putting things on here because we've got load-bearing paint here on our walls. Yeah, don't take that poster down. That's a load-bearing poster. Your chair is hilariously um, annoying. It's great. Creaky, is it? <laughs> it's good and creaky, yeah. It's, I think I'll leave it in as the creaky chair. Um, which of the sustainable development goals could we use to get you a better chair? Thank I actually you. went out and deliberately got this chair because all you know, world-famous podcasters have an episode somewhere along the lines with a creaky chair. Yeah, Bad Mike Day. That was our first episode, <laughs> and now we've got Squeaky Chair Day. And we've already lost an episode. <laughs> Getting slightly back to the point. Uh, the episode we lost, actually, I think we talked about this. We had a unit where the students had to, was it make a video about one of the SDGs? They picked one and they went nuts with it. And it was a video Ooh. design. Video, I think it was video design. And they would make okay. like a terrible promotional video. Or was it just graphic design where they made like a, uh, a better logo? Because I'm just looking up the uh, the Global Goals logos here. And they're okay, but they're a bit... I don't know. Possibly. Possibly, yeah. What about actually making this happen because you, you you go into you go into the unit and you're like okay cool we're going to do a unit about uh reduced inequality and we're going to make this thing where else are you bringing this in after you've popped it up on the screen for five minutes at the start of the semester when else are you bringing this in what the goals the goals the service actually yeah. doing it rather than just talking about it oh you don't you just have to bring it in and talk about it for a little bit talk about every five years when a visiting team comes. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget about the start of the year and the staff meeting as well yeah <laughs> I guess the 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 one thing you want you, you want it to be authentic too. You don't want to be forcing a connection. So don't feel you have to 
you have to have a, a service link in every single unit you do. And I think like if you're not familiar with the with the SDGs, get on, have a look at them. Go to um, yeah, you can think uh, world's largest lesson globalgoals.org that's got some really good stuff link in the show notes that you can yeah. use so go through and look at what it talks about for each of the global goals and then start to think about well what are, what are i actually doing in my units what's the purpose of them what problems are we trying to solve and then you can start to make some some authentic connections there and maybe it is a, a unit like that art one i just mentioned where it can link to any of them and then you're you're bringing in you know, when, when the kids are going through good old criteria A, mm. you can bring in some of that information. You can visit websites like World's Largest Lesson. Look, at there's a mountain of resources on there. Like you don't need to reinvent the wheel for things like that. Yeah. But I, I guess the important thing is for kids, when all of those global goals is allowing them to look at the, the macro and the micro so looking, you know, all of them, they'll be able to come up with examples, think of examples of where that happens, of, you know, life on life on land, life underwater, you know, gender equality, no poverty. They can think of all that, but then bringing it back and thinking, well, what does that look like in our local community? What's it look like in the school, in the town or the city, wherever you are? What, what does that look like? Does it exist? If it doesn't, why? What's in place what, why doesn't it exist here? What, what systems are in place for that? And, and if it does, then what are some ways that as, as a class or as a school, we can try and make a change, make a difference? And it's not about solving the problem. It's not about eliminating poverty within your, your community. It's just about even about raising awareness about it, doing yeah. something to, to try and make, it, make a difference. One of the other things I was thinking about with this as well is that you often get, so if you talk about, say, clean water and sanitation and the majority of, say, international schools that I've had interactions with are in developing countries. So you're always going to get the, the tendency for students to be like, oh, well, like we have clean water filters, but the yeah. local context, the local people are, are just throwing their rubbish everywhere and doing this, that and the other. And you're like, whoa, 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 check your uh, check your privilege there, kid, and realize that yeah. you've got a billion dollars and however much resources behind your whole cultural outlook on that. And then, and sort of make them say, well, if you weren't in that position, put yourself in somebody else's shoes for a second and maybe solve that problem that you just discussed in, in not necessarily your own context, but then go out into someone else's context, but you put yourself in their shoes and say, well, if you don't have anywhere to, to put your waste, what do you do? Of course, the natural thing is to throw it in the bush. Yeah. What was, what was the one where, um, Oh, why do people use, you know, disposable food wrapping? I was like, well, you take a culture that's been eating off banana leaves for a thousand years and then suddenly give them plastic. And, and then what, what, what do you expect to happen? But like, what's the, what's the thing? You've got to raise awareness of these things and educate. And, and the kids sometimes just don't get that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's a, it's quite a big thing in Australia at the moment too, where for, you know, years and years and years, you know, there was recycling, recycling system happened. You, you put your, your recycling in one bin and your general waste in the other and off it went in the truck and there was no worries, you know, recycling happened. However, a few years ago when China said, actually, we're not taking any more of your recycling. Oh, yeah. 
it all piles up in Australia and they're not because they don't have the they didn't have the facilities in place because there was this reliance what's the word not a sustainable approach to the yeah somebody a sustainable else's problem, solution yeah. yeah I think as we go through and as particularly as developing nations start to stand up to some of the developed nations and say actually your problem is not our problem we can, we've got our own problems to deal with some of those developed nations are starting to Shit, hang on, we uh we're in a bit of bother here as well. Yeah, I think it was Sri Lanka stopped importing rubbish there last year from India, and India was like, yeah. "Ah, what? You can't do that." <laughs> little, <laughs> little cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter really matter where you are. You you'll be able to make connections to to those yeah. guys. That's a good sort of segue into like a big problem of like recycling and waste management and taking that into the classroom then the, the micro away from the macro problem like i reckon i've been terrible at recycling in the classroom for a long long time yeah. and slowly getting better at it and you're like oh yeah look we're really making sustainable products blah 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 and we've got a whole project that makes stuff out of waste material and then every semester once the projects are finished and nobody wants to take them home sweep them all into a yeah. giant skip and just go yep i don't care anymore <laughs> problem solved so and I, I know i've got one tip for that i've learned over the last couple of weeks or years about reducing unsustainable unsustainability that's not even a word unsustainable unsustainable practices Unsus- yeah yeah is to switch your 3d printers from abs to pla so if you can get your hands mm. on that because it's well in inverted commas biodegradable under the right conditions in like, I don't know, 100 degrees, you melt it down. Um, but it's, it's still better than, than ABS. Or don't use plastic in your laser cutter. Use bamboo plywood and, and all these like little things. Or use cardboard. So those things, get like, going away from plastic products. Yeah, it'd be good to have like, get a little chipper or something in as well, you know, where you can rip up those old projects, yeah. break them back down and, and sort of, make your homemade sort of chipboard that the kids oh, can then yeah. use that'd be awesome for, i know you can get those next... you get those for plastic you can get like plastic chippers and they um they'll form it into sheets that you can put into yeah. vacuum formers i don't think you can put them in the laser cutter but you can definitely put them in a vacuum former any yeah. more top tips for sustainable practices in your in your design room digital or product or food food like um that we've got a little bit of a partnership going here between the um the cooking rooms here in secondary and the early years classrooms that have their early years garden. So after cooking sessions here, a couple of kids will always take the, the appropriate food scraps down, I guess, mm. um, to the, to the compost spinners that they've got down there that they, nice. they created, they repurposed old, old wheelie bins that had lost their, wheels. their wheels. So they're just bins. So they were just bins. Yeah. <laughs> so now they're compost spinners. Ooh. Yeah, it's something simple, isn't it? Uh, Pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, and it's good. So they they end up they, you know, get the, the the compost for the for the garden, and then they can grow their produce. I think they're nearly at the they've nearly got their first harvest of tomatoes that they will bring back up to the food room then for the secondary kids to use in their cooking. Amazing. That's oh, that's quality, actually, yeah. Circular economy. Circular economy. Actually, I quick shout out to a, a friend of mine who uh, was on a, a podcast called The Circular Economy in Ireland, which I've written down there. And uh, they're aiming to make 
uh, a whole section of the country well, isolated and sustainable if anybody knows a place called dingle they're trying to make uh, the dingle peninsula its own sustainable little island of of wonder and money-making um, tourist stuff they've got all seven people that live there on board with that and it should be quite achievable yeah <laughs> <laughs> quite a short little discussion about goals it's pretty self-explanatory in design that you you try and bring in as many things as you can but at the end of the day just it, it design lends itself to these SDGs so easily i don't think it's, it's worth going into too much longer just just get on the websites have a look in the show notes and we'll yeah, just that, um, like you mentioned before about water, like even little things like creating water filtered sand and get getting kids to make those and yeah, the little like that fit into the top of a drink, like a a water bottle that they've bought from the shop or whatever. One of the things I'm trying to do at the moment is getting the the PYP exhibition guys. They're they're coming to me with they want to make stuff, and they've all just jumped on the SDGs and and service. And the reason I sort of brought this episode up was just what happens is they, they go from being like super into making change and taking action in, in grade five. And then they come to us and it just completely loses all focus until suddenly in grade nine, where you're like, Oh, you've got to do CAS. You've got to do service again. And you're like, Oh, what? Uh, okay. But trying to keep it going, trying to keep the momentum going. And, and I think trying to do it in a, a small everyday way, like little projects, sustainable practices, stuff like that. Probably the easiest way of doing it. And it's not about overdoing it, like looking at your program, looking at each year level, just if you can have a connection to, to one or a few in, in one, at least one unit at each year level, it allows for that continuity and for that development. So it builds that familiarisation with it that way over the five years, you're building that familiarisation with it, you're building that continuity they're then they, they have enough familiarization with it that they can apply it themselves to to their cast needs when they get to 11 and 12. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, trying to link in as much as you can with your service coordinator. Or or even if you're in a really small school, if you are the service coordinator, you could try and bring it in there. I'm sure a lot of people are double jobbing. There's probably people who have four hats on in a small school. I'm the design teacher, art teacher, music teacher, and service coordinator all at the same time. We've all seen those schools. Uh, last thing I, I wanted to touch on <laughs> for this topic was we've we talked about like the the physical ram, ramifications wrong word sort of the physical manifestations of these goals in like making products designing things but also you've got the equality aspect as well and I think one thing I brought brought up by a bunch of my grade tens so myp fives uh, in the last month was the idea of equality in design which was really um, yep. really interesting. And they brought it up in a very interesting way. They said, like, everything's designed for right-handed people. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, that's 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 true. Like, that's classic one. You talk about, like, left-handers in design. He goes, and it's because it's the majority. And I was like, yeah, I suppose. And they were like, but what about so majorities of, of ethnicity or majorities of sexuality, majorities of gender and all this kind of stuff? And you're like, oh, yeah, it's kind of the same thing, isn't it? We should talk about this a bit. And then, of course, it's two weeks from the end of the year, so we don't have time to get into it. Mm. But really interesting conversation they're just like design is has been for a long time especially product design like a boys club and it's probably in the back of everyone's mind like it's almost like a learned behavior to 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 sort of perpetuate that thing like if this is two blocks in a podcast talking about design what are they going to think like so it's uh, it's probably important to check yourself there yeah well i, I will point out 
that we only have left-handed screwdrivers here at our school. <laughs> We've got lots of uh, rubber nails and glass hammers. Oh, that, that's what was the what, what's the worst one of those you were ever caught with? What? Like you know, it's like you get sent for a long stand. Oh, I don't think I've ever been caught out. I'm pretty intelligent. Uh, bucket of striped paint, no? One of those? <laughs> Fucking dumb. It's like the guys, you, you got like, oh, oh, we're doing a bit of metal work today, but uh, can somebody grab a bucket? We'll catch the sparks for recycling. <laughs> Recycle those again, use them tomorrow. <laughs> Get some, some little like grade nine kid catching sparks in a bucket beside a guy with an angle grinder. Uh, recycling. Hey, we've come full circle there, much like the global goals. Yes. Okay. Since it's quite a short episode, we got a little spot prize pop quiz, if you will. We just want someone to comment on fucking Twitter, so at least we know. <laughs> yeah, get on the social. Come on. I'm sick of Dave's fucking Russian bots liking and retweeting. <laughs> yeah, they're putting odd hashtags like, I don't know, Trump 2024 on our on our tweets. It's really weird. That's going to get us banned in a couple of countries. Woohoo! Uh. Again. We're on Twitter, so we're already cutting down a few few countries straight away there. Yeah, yeah get on the social. Get on the social. Get us on TLF underscore tweets. Support your startups. Support your new podcasts. I thought we would have heard from some of our fantasy faculty. I know. Just letting us know the, the sheer honor that they had of being considered the best teacher in their field. Keen listeners will actually be able to go through the tweets and see where I had to put people on the chopping block. So I was, I was tweeting out that, um, that additional tweet mentioning everybody in the fantasy faculty episode. And yes. Uh, but I only had whatever it is, two hundred and fifty characters. So some people got, some people got chopped. Yeah, I know she. I, I know she left the HR people off. Who did I miss out there? Oh, the the Iron Lady. Maggie Thatcher doesn't have a Twitter. She's got a lot of parody twitters. <laughs> there is a lot of parody twitters, but I wasn't gonna wasn't gonna put it, put them in. Yeah, no, Maggie didn't make did not make the tweet. But uh, if you can find out who is actually a real person that we left out, that'd be fantastic. At us, call us on our bullshit. We will continue yes. to spout bullshit, but don't don't be afraid to catch us on it. And if you heard that you were mentioned in there and you're not on there, you can that'd be a really good shout out, wouldn't it? Yeah. Hey, you had me down as your history teacher and you've left me off. That squeaky chair. All right. I swear to God, that's a design it, problem in itself, is your your squeaky chair is a design problem that needs solving. All right, what are we going? Win it or bin it. Win it. What sorry, what, I'll insert quiz music here. Do 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 daytime. Oh, I was gonna say winning streak, but that's a very niche. <laughs> Irish quiz show, which you don't need. Uh, yeah, so welcome, welcome to, to Win It or Bin It. Sail of the century. <laughs> Wheel of fortune. Yeah, so uh, welcome to the first episode of Win It or Bin It. How's this quiz show work, Dave? Uh, Win It or Bin It is the quiz show where it's a quick fire. Quick fire, like... Um, yeah, gotcha. That, I don't know, yes or no sort of thing. And you can explain yourself. So I'm going to give you a couple of words, and you can uh, you can say win it, love it, or bin it, hate it. Do we have to explain why, or that's it? Short explanation, if necessary. Annotations where necessary, please, where the image does not speak for itself. Now we're to, in this. We're talking about in reference to a design program and classrooms, correct? Well, this is a design education podcast, yeah. so that would be preferable. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. So uh, first one. 3D printing pens, win it or bin it? You, I'm going to sit on the fence. On the fence. <laughs> First one, out of the, out of the game, in t- no decision. In terms of, well, 
you, if you had have asked me this two days ago, I would have said fucking bin it for sure. But going down and looking at uh, the Grade 11 art exhibition yesterday, where there were a couple of awesome pieces done with 3D pens. Mm, okay. They've got their uses, I suppose. They're good for repairing 3D printed things. Yeah, That's cool. Fine. All right. But in terms of design, bin it. Bin it. I'll give you another one. Drones. Controversial. Bin it for a design, you bin it. Bin it. Why? They're fine for, you know, maybe a hobbyist to create some resources for a school. But in terms of actually in the classroom utilizing, I can bin it. Because no school is going to have fucking. No, but you're not, you don't need to have fucking third. It doesn't matter. Bin it. Last set of drones. No. Okay. Fair enough. I'll return the two I ordered for this year. Bloody hell. All right. Digital one. Hour of code. Win it or bin it? Oh, in terms of design, bin it. In, term, in terms of an event that happens at a school, win it. Go on. I think when it, when it, comes, when it sort of comes under design, like if it's looking at it in a design um, or hour of code, if it's important to you guys in design, then you guys do it in your classrooms. That's good. But when, you know, we're out of class all the time for sporting events, there's fucking Pi Day, which seems to is now Pi Month almost. <laughs> there's all these other subject areas that have these events that are of importance. Kids are coming out of off timetable or you know, events happening at lunch times and everything. Support. I think Hour of Code should have that. Yes, but that's the way it's set up. Put it in if it's. If it's not, if it's something that, that you're told, well, you just have to fit that into your program, then I think, well, you have to look at what you want to do. Maybe you can fit it into your digital program. But, you know, we're already skimped for time. Just lost every digital yeah. listener now. <laughs> they weren't here to begin with, to be fair. We've been we've been absolutely rinsing digital since we started this. 13 episodes. Yeah. Uh, right. All right. Go for it. Okay. Uh, robotics. Been it. Absolutely wow. bin it. Toys. All, Stop playing all with the toys. Workers, all the workers at Toyota have just deleted our fucking podcast now. All the They're workers right. at Toyota are robots. <laughs> nah. Robotics, robotics is a means to an end. It's like hammers. So yeah, you're not going to do a unit on hammers. You're going to use hammers to make something. They're just, they're tools. Use them for something, but People who say like, oh, I've got a robotics unit. It's like, no, you mean you're using robotics to solve a problem, is it? No, no, I've got a robotics yeah. unit where they learn they learn how to do, uh, I don't know, Sphero for 12 weeks. And I was like, cool. There isn't many Spheros in that Toyota plant, is there? They haven't a clue how they What's work. What's the problem you're solving? What's the problem you've got? We've got to fucking win first league Lego. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a club. First Lego that's... league, no, I, whatever I, it is. I'm a, fan, I'm a fan of Lego League as a club. It's a great one, like. I'm all for esports and schools and stuff like that, but not in my classroom. No, it's a means to an end. So yeah, bin it. All right. Okay. Maker spaces. <laughs> you're, you're pushing my buttons on. Absolute bin. Bin it, bin it, bin it. Hate the term. I hate it. I like the term maker. That's like non-specialist design person. But maker space. Like I, I told a PE teacher this a couple of weeks ago. I was like, you don't call the gym a playground and you don't call 
the design studio, design workshop, a makerspace. You're not there to have fun and giggle and, and sort of like break stuff. You're there to design stuff. So it's a design space. What if you had separate design spaces and then a makerspace, which was outside of the design program where kids could just go and fuck around? Yes, that's that's good. It's like almost like a, like a more advanced version of messy play. That's fine. In a design context, make, makerspaces are no. Primary school or general middle school, high school makerspaces, win it. Cool. So. All right. Well, this leads on nicely with my hierarchy of terms here. Tinkering. 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 Oh, yeah. Tinkering is... Tinkering in Ireland means um, fixing pots and pans and is a less than savoury term for a particular subset of society. But tinkering is... is it's just messing around again. It's like, imagine you said to a visual art teacher, oh, we're going to have a, an activity where we color stuff in. Or, or you say to a science teacher, we're just going to mix some shit together and see what happens. They'd be like, that's ridiculous. No. It might be something you do for five or ten minutes, but not tinkering. Nah. Bin it. Bin it. I don't feel strongly about this at all. Bin it. All right. <laughs> I've got some other I've got some other ones, Dave, that we Ooh. we didn't have on the list. So those those ones we just talked about, then we were prepared we were answers, kind yeah. of aware. Of, yeah, professional reading libraries. <laughs> uh, it's like the, the the only thing I think about there is the restricted section of the Hogwarts library, where the <laughs> students aren't allowed to go. Fuck me, good. Oh, it's only for teachers. Uh, what what is it? Some sort of living room where you have to wear like a padded quilted jacket and go in there with your pipe and smoke, is it? While you read the latest in <laughs> educational theory from an industry that hasn't really changed in the last 5,000 years. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm never getting a job again. Yeah, that's, that's a bin it for me. What about you? Well, that's the thing, right? It's like, oh, 21st century learning, 21st century learning. That's going to be pretty fucking old. Whereas we get to the end of the 21st century, isn't it? they're going to say, geez, that's fucking progressive. 21st century learning. Books in a room, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, geez, yeah. <laughs> you don't have a reliable internet connection, but you've got a room full of books. All right, go. Phones in class. As in like telephones up on the wall to ring the nurse when you've chopped no, everyone's fingers as off. In, as in kids just using phones in class. Oh, win, win it. it. Or bin it. Win. Absolute win. Phones are highly encouraged. I've got a poster in my classroom that says, you must have your phone with you at all times. What if the kids' phones are Nokia's, Nokia 6210? Then that's 20th century learning, isn't it? That's not 21st century <laughs> learning. <laughs> now, you've got to have something to take pictures with. You've got to have got to have some music on the go, I think. Maybe not. I wouldn't be a big fan of like headphones in all the time, especially for safety. But if you're doing a bit of work on your own and a laptop or something like that, yeah, have your, have your music on. And then you've got translating stuff if you've got esl learners you've got all oh, the, the the benefits far away the uh the negatives there but here's one for you i came to sri lanka from china where everything is on your phone like your whole life here and the the kids didn't have phones i think it was grade nine grade nine was the only class where it was 100 percent everyone had phones uh, six seven yep. eight sort of between 50 to 70 percent had phones and it's like oh wow it's like stepping back in time and I talk to people back home and they're like, no phones. They take them off you at the start of the day. Or if they ring in class, they get taken off you. It's like, first of all, my phone hasn't rang in about 10 years. It's been on silent since 2003. 
Um, I don't know anybody's phone's actually gone on loud. They ring. I know. Yeah, they just go. That's uh, all they do. It's going to be ringing. Yeah. Vibrate, vibrate off the fucking wireless charger every night. Turn morning. There's a design flaw I didn't think about actually. Or the uh, ones with the big camber bumps on the back, so that when they vibrate, they sound like uh, they sound like the train going past. Like. <laughs> Uh, All right, my last win it or bin it. Possibly controversial. Always controversial. Win it or bin it. Office 365. <laughs> the German government would say bin it because they banned it in schools because of privacy issues. And I would be... I'm, I'm going to sit in the fence for that one. If you're, if you're in a country that doesn't like Google, it's perfect. It does what it needs to do. But I am, I am knee-deep in Google oh. at the moment. Google Drive, Gmail, Gchat... Google Photos, Google, actually, no, Google Classroom is, is not good. I don't use Google Classroom. Google Websites for subject websites. Yeah, that's amazing. Microsoft's all right. It's like, it's like Bing. It's like, yeah, it's, it's grand. Have you seen that Bing versus Google meme where you like, you Google, oh, how to get, how to get rid of mosquitoes. And Google gives you like, oh, get some citronella oil and, and spray it around the kitchen. And then you go to Bing. Bing's like napalm burn the whole place down <laughs> it's very extreme results i think it's safe being says ask google <laughs> uh, there's, a, there's the myth of the week is it actually called bing because it's because it's not google is that true huh? isn't that where bing comes from because it's not google i don't know i don't know I just yeah, there's one for the twitter it's the sound your phone yeah. makes and it rings and then it gets taken off you in classrooms Win it or bin it. Yeah, awesome. Nice short one today because we're both flat to the mat at the end of the year. Oh, tell me about it. Fucking proofreading reports. Why can't you just fucking work out what the fucking best fit is? Why can't you work out the grade boundaries, you fucking dumb idiot? On that note, last win it or bin it. Subject reports. Written subject reports. What, like report comments? Yeah, report comments for a subject. Fucking binned it years ago. Yeah, I'm back in it. Back into it. And it's just... Jesse has performed well in criteria A, inquiry and analysis. He has developed ideas well, but he failed to create a solution. He should aim to evaluate better next term. Great. Please see the formative feedback I provide him numerous times throughout the year. Please see the eight eight times where I've written actual detailed feedback throughout the year instead of this shit piece of paper with some numbers on it. Being them. Anyway, Anyway, we're, we're in that sort of a mood at the moment, I think, end of year. People are probably yeah. going to say, oh, what about the fucking learning factory? Win it or bin it. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> win it. Win it. Fucking win. Uh, Twitter, fucking bin it, because their algorithm won't give us more likes and follows and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, we're pushing the social today, big time. All right. What's on, as you say, what's on the conveyor belt for next week? Let's put it out there on the Twitterverse. I should give options. Calling mm, for an idea. Ideas and options yeah. and stuff. Yeah. A vote. All right. A vote. Let's put the vote on one of those numerous design groups on Faceake and see if we can not get some feedback on that too. We'll, uh, we'll give you a couple of options from our ex- list of ideas or we'll just take suggestions from our, our listeners on all five continents. Look at that. Amazing. Woohoo! Uh, I know, yeah. So yeah, uh, tune in next week to see what the vote was. Thanks very much for, for listening. Catch you in the next one. Yes, happy days. You have been listening to The Learning Factory.
Thank you for listening. End of recording.